Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Good, I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> what do you normally say? Like, no, how do you normally start it? You no, want to have a no, jingle or anything? A jingle? Yeah, like there, a little song or something? There's a jingle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it already happened. Oh, fuck. Well, the jingle was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> jingle sounds like a euthanism for, like, what, uh, what, like, like a British uh, prostitute would say, like, oh, like... Hey lad, would you like a jingle? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, like a like a hand job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we yeah. could get that going. Yeah, 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 that would be cool. Uh, all right. You said um, thanks for doing this so last minute, and I really like I said I didn't expect it because you normally don't reply, and then <laughs> you send me like coked out messages at, like four or five a.m. Okay, <laughs> so we're getting into it immediately. I am. Which, Happened once. Oh, well, yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I wish it happened more. But yeah, well, I, yeah. I didn't think you were that appreciative of them, so I... I am. Oh, okay. I like them. It's cool. I was going to say, I'm, I'm a little bit upset because uh, something insane happened. You asked me for green tea today. Why? What's, like, what's insane about green tea? You didn't... I didn't take you for a healthy guy. Like over. I'm, I'm quite healthy, yeah. I would say. Well, I'm trying not to do cocaine anymore, so <laughs> that's... And green tea is part of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, so what you've been up to, you know? Fuck all, same shit, just uh, doing comedy. Yeah. Know? Doing stand-up, trying to get better at it. Yeah. Trying to stay off cocaine, and trying to save money. So, <laughs> which one of those three is the hardest thing to do? I would say stay off cocaine, but <laughs> um, or get better at stand-up. No, I feel like I'm getting better at stand-up, but... Um, Staying off cocaine is certainly hard. Like, yeah. I, did you ever? I've you, never had cocaine. Oh wow! Well, you shouldn't do it because it's very Moorish. <laughs> like you, you would love it. I'd feel yeah. like. Well, I feel like most people would love it. <laughs> from my own experience, yeah. I find it very difficult. Right. Not to do it. Yeah, that makes. Sense. Not all the time, but if I'm just because we do stand up, we'd be out in bars drinking, and yeah. a lot of my jokes are about cocaine. So then people will offer me cocaine. That's a good, yeah. So that's why a lot of my jokes are about dating. Do people. And hand jobs. Oh, uh, <laughs> do people ask most, you out a lot? Most of the guys. And uh, I got to change my jokes. <laughs> no. Um, that's cool though. And so uh, you're dating now. Uh, how did yeah. you guys meet? Uh, she was a waitress in a cocktail bar. She but, was a waitress in a co- Like the song? You all know the song? No. Okay. We'll move on. Um, yeah, met her in a in a bar. She yeah. was a waitress. I just asked her for her number. Or no, she asked me for my number. Because wow. I told her... Well, she asked me for my Instagram because I told her I was doing stand-up. And she was like, oh, yeah. I'll, let me see one of your shows or whatever. And then, yeah. Okay. So I've been seeing her a couple of months. That's cool. But and were you by yourself at the bar? Or? I was with one friend. We were having lunchtime beers during work. Lunchtime <laughs> beers? So, yeah, work. it was last... It was a good while ago. It was last summer. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, it's weird that someone who's having lunch, beers, would outside drink. of work would be like, give me green tea. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I'm trying not to... Well, it's very rich of me to what's, say... What's the push for this? Uh, to not drink as yeah. much? I don't know. I just feel miserable a lot of the time. Really? Like, well, yeah, if I'm fucking... I think I'm drinking a lot to 
forget how I'm feeling. So I'm going. I'm in therapy now, and she. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not that big a deal. Like That's lots pretty, of people. I mean, I've had a lot of people on this podcast that would say Irish guys and therapy. Don't oh mix. yeah, it's very difficult to yeah. go even just like talking to her. I'd be like. I don't want to talk about it or whatever. And she's like, well, that's why you're here. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of the time when I'm drinking, it's just because I don't want to think about how shit I feel about something. So yeah. I'm like, oh, if I go out and drink, it then I won't, oh, I won't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying not to, like, I'm not quitting drinking, but I'm just trying not to get like blackout drunk. Yeah. And feel terrible about yeah. myself. You gotta, you gotta microdose the, the numbing. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, look at it, like, I'm not doing coke now, so yeah. that's good. That was a big problem with it, because I would just, this is kind of turning into a cocaine podcast now, but I would kind of, a lot of the time, like, coke is like a party drug, and I think I, well, I probably realized I had a problem with it when I was like, oh, I'm doing it by myself, which <laughs> is, like, which isn't fun. Yeah, it sounded like uh, the the... The note you sent me at like 4 a.m. I don't even remember that. Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, oh, fuck. It sounded like you, you were in a basement or something by yourself. Probably, yeah. Probably I used to live in a garage. And that's <laughs> not live in the garage. We had a garage in our home. Yeah. But the garage is where I would conduct most of my solo cocaine use <laughs> after stand-up. Yeah, that, it, it straight up sounded like a garage. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would probably just, I don't know. Dancing to jazz was, music or something. Was, oh, I was talking about the foiling cabinets I had. Was it? Was that it? I think so. Yeah, so I, I had I had like 15 identical filing cabinets that I was trying to sell. And no one wanted to buy them. And all my roommates just wanted me to get rid of them. Because they took up the entire space Why in the garage. Why did you have? Because I work for a moving company. And a lot of times... There's we'll extra do, stuff? We'll just do a move for an office and they're getting rid of stuff and it's all like brand new oh, stuff. So, you, so I was like, oh, I can sell this and I couldn't. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, I'm a bit of a hoarder with like stupid things, like weird stuff. Like I'll what? Just, just fucking, I don't know, like an empty, like a pack of jellies, you know, jellies, like fucking candy, whatever you yeah. call them. Um, there was like a pack and they're like Super Mario ones. And I was Super like, what? Super Mario. Oh, Super Mario. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you say Mario. Mario. Yeah, yeah, anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I like this packet. I'll, I'll just keep the packet after I've eaten the jellies. Yeah. And the girl I'm seeing was like, you realize it's just like an, an empty packet of sweets. Like it's yeah. literally trash. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Or a lot of the stuff, like if they're giving, if they're getting rid of stuff in my job, I'll just be like, oh, I'll take it. And then I'm like, why the fuck did I take this? I have no use yeah. for it. Like have you always of, been like that? Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't like throwing away things. Not like to an extent where my house is full of crap. Yeah. But if someone's like, do you want this? I'll be like, well, I don't want to waste it. And then I'm not using it. So I just look at it and I'm like, fuck, why did I even take this in the first place? Right. Not a good way to live. But the green tea and less cocaine should help with the hoarding problem. Uh, it seems. So what... Um you in therapy, which is good. Mm. That's apparently a big uh, green flag these days for for men. To be yeah, like, women. Women. When I told them that, they were like, "Oh my god, that's a girl." A girl. I was well. I wasn't seeing her. I went on a couple of dates with her before the woman I'm seeing now. Um, when I told her I was in therapy, she was like, 
oh my god, that is so hot. Yeah. You're working on yourself. I was like, <laughs> I was like, if anything, it makes me feel like a loser to be in it. But oh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why women like That's it. That's funny. Uh, do you do you get this thing where like you tell friends you're in therapy and they're like, oh, thank God. No, no. I'd like. <laughs> well, my Irish friends, they're. They don't really get it. They'd yeah. be like, why are you in therapy? Or what's going on? And then I'd like give them reasons and they'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but That's, yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you in therapy? I was. And then I owe my therapist a bunch of money. Fuck. So. <laughs> yeah. Mine's, luckily enough, mine is a student. So it's oh, only okay. 22 bucks for a session. Very cheap. You're putting in for, you're putting her for work. Yeah, she's she's doing good though. She like yeah. um, when I first started, I didn't like her at all, and oh, I was wow. like, "Oh, this is terrible." I'd only met her through the phone, like virtual or whatever, mm-hmm. FaceTime. And then when I went in and had a session in person, I like just cried for an hour. Wow! And was just like, "Fuck, I needed that." And then so since then, I've just been doing in person sessions, and I find them way better because. If they're on their phone, if you're on the phone, like you can just you fucking, can just get distracted. I can zone out and yeah. ignore her, and she doesn't know shit. Yeah. But if I'm stand sitting there in front of her, you kind of have to get get on board and talk to her. So. Wow. Yeah. How Seems long have you been doing that for? Eh, uh, with this woman, I think we've had like six sessions. I had one before, that was only virtual. This was a free like guy yeah. I got, and he was not great. He was a plumber. He was. <laughs> He used to be a plumber, oh, okay. and he was injured in a welding accident, so he couldn't Wait, be a... Plumbers don't weld. That's what I thought, but he wouldn't let me ask him. He was like, I don't want to talk this about him. This is not about me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right. Um, so he wasn't... A, I didn't. He was okay. He wasn't bad, but when I signed up for it, yeah. it's true TELUS Health, so it's a virtual thing. I didn't know... I was like, Canada's a huge country. They're not going to match me with someone I can run into. And then I was at a stand-up comedy show and I was like, that Asian guy looks really familiar. And I was like, no, I'm being racist. I'm just thinking all Asian people look the same. Yeah. And then I seen him again the next night and I was like, I'm going to go ask him. I was like, are you my therapist? And he was like, yes. <laughs> so he was just there. And apparently he does comedy too. Oh, wow. Fuck, yes. <laughs> so I was just like, "What? you could have mentioned that when yeah. I was like fucking talking to you. And he was like, oh, I... I didn't think it was a problem. I was like, well, we're fucking looking at each other now. So that was kind of weird. I then went up, did stand up, just like directly based to him. And I was like, what the fuck, Michael? I cried to you. Like, I told you things I've never told anyone. And no one laughed. And then, like, he didn't find it funny either. He walked out. I would have laughed. Yeah, Yeah, we had a session like two days later. And he opened it up and he was like, so how was your week? And I was like, pretty fucking weird, dude. And then, like, I didn't think, I I didn't even think of him as a real person. Yeah. Like, I thought, I was like, oh, I'm never going to. His face on the. On yeah, the, I yeah. can tell this guy anything. And then I was like, oh, and now we're in the same scene doing the same thing. So, yeah. Did it make you feel more vulnerable? Oh, it made me feel very uncomfortable. And he was like, we don't, we can, like, end it here. I still had two more free sessions. I was like well fuck no I'm not gonna fucking repeat everything I was like let me we may as well just finish these two and then we finished them and I couldn't afford I was like how much is it now if I want to keep going it was like 140 bucks and I was like no yeah I was like but we're boys like you like now that we know each other we could like meet up and chit chat he was like no that's 140 bucks so like (laughs) then I seen him once since at comedy again 
He's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up comedian, yeah. Can I say his name? Probably, yeah, Michael fucking... Don't know his last name. I've never known. Shaved head, Asian guy. He goes to Susie's. He used to, he used to do it years ago. But what annoyed me when I seen him the next time, his stand-up... I hope he doesn't fucking listen to this now because I'm kind of shitting on him. But um, yeah, Michael, fuck you. Your stand-up... <laughs> It wasn't about him being a therapist. Yeah. Which I thought, I was like, oh, he's going to talk about like crazy people and shit. He was just talking about like pissing on the toilet seat or like, I don't know, kind of like potty humor, which... I think a lot of people in, in professions that have that, like the non-disclosure... And yeah, whatever, they can't talk about it. That they, makes sense. They can't, they can talk about it, but they're not supposed to like... Uh, basically release any personal information. Mm, yeah. They can kind of talk generally. So uh, people that just get into those professions, they're kind of being careful at the very beginning because they don't really know all the rules. But once they're more comfortable, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they can talk about it more freely. So That's I hope he's doing fantastic. well wherever he is. How'd you match up with the therapist you said? The new one or the old one? Either. The old one, a woman, there's kind of a trend in my life here, a woman I was seeing at the time wreck she was like oh you should go to therapy <laughs> but not like did that offend you or no god no i was yeah. like yeah fuck i need to talk to someone like i kind of knew myself that i was like i should be in therapy but it was it based on what you were doing or how you were acting or like why did you say just i think she was like you probably have issues that you don't realize just because i think she had been in therapy oh and so she was more emotionally tuned to what a healthy person looks like whereas yeah. I was not because I was just fucking I don't know numbing myself with drugs and alcohol so yeah. I was like no I'm doing great this is the way people should live and she was like no there's probably a reason you're doing these things and then when I went and talked about it I didn't really get to the root of it with him but now this new woman she's like I don't know She's I feel like she's helping me anyway because right. with him I wasn't stopping doing anything and now I'm like actively like trying not to be a piece of shit yeah so that's going better. That's I, good. I feel like yeah. Anyway. No, I, I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised and very happy for you. Nice. Cheers. So how did you match up with uh, the the therapist? new one? Yeah. Um. So you know Ravi. Yeah. He's a comedian in the scene. His wife, she's a therapist, and at their wedding, I was quite drunk and not a good place to talk to the bride about your own problems. <laughs> Like, not, like, oh, congratulations. By the way, I might kill myself. Like, I didn't see, no, I didn't say that. But I think I was just telling her how I was in, in therapy before and I couldn't yeah. afford it. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I just thanked her. And I was like, your job is very valuable. And it means something to people. And then a couple of days later, she just reached out and she was like, hey, this is my practice. I think this therapist would be a good fit for you and just set me up with her. Wow. So yeah, it was really, thank God for her because... I pro I wouldn't have followed Reach, through with yeah. it myself. Wow. So I was kind of just like, I can't afford therapy. And the one you're in is, uh, you said a student? The one I'm with now, yeah. she's a student. But she should be, she should be done, I don't know, in a couple of months. Because she warned me at the start. I think we started like two months ago. And she said, I only have eight months left of being a student. So yeah. she's like, the price will go up. And now she's kind of got me fucking hooked. So I'm like, I'm going to have to get extra money to pay her. Yeah. But she's, she earned it. She's good. Rachel, if she's not listening, but yeah, if she ever was listening, you, was, you're a good therapist. Nice. Yeah. 
I was kidding about how uh, when I first started the podcast, essentially, when I get a new therapist, I'll just send her the name of the podcast and be like, do your research. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, there's like some like 200 hours. So fuck, you've had 200 <laughs> hours of podcast. Nice. Yeah. So I'm like, oof, that, that's, yeah, that's it's a lot a of long money slot. to pay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to have to write them a bill for like, <laughs> yeah. a grand and be like, yeah, no, fuck figure that. it out, come back with an essay. So you're, a, you don't do therapy now. I don't. I'm going to get into it. I started with, well, I'm, Turning 32 soon, so I Jesus, you look young. I'm only 28, like, and I look like I'm 40, so... Well, that's the beard and the... The, the beard and the cocaine <laughs> and the cigarettes, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, so, I started with massage therapy, because my body is slightly, you know, the whole thing they say about, like, oh, you, 30, your knees are gonna go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it, they, they don't. My body's amazing, but... <laughs> <laughs> not just... Physique wise, yeah, condition wise, it's just like I want to get like a regimen going where I'm seeing a massage therapist and then everything, and then therapy. Massage therapy feels so much better than therapy, though. You know what I mean? But it is massage therapy. You're just getting massage. You're not talking, or you're talking to the. Oh, well, I'm actually talking. No, you're the. You're not supposed to. Like, it's not like oh, two and one kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, I do talk to my therapist, like talking things through. Like massage therapist, so okay. it's kind of a little bit of both, but obviously he's she not. a dude or is she a woman or is she a, is he a dude? Is <laughs> a big dude, really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian, where is he from? He's uh, from Vancouver. Yeah, nice, he's sick, fantastic. Uh, I've I've been seeing him for like a few years. Oh fuck, cool. School. But I I I didn't have insurance. He's like a uh, hundred twenty an hour too. So oh, okay, so the job insurance. pays for it. Yeah, but ah, now nice. I have a day job, so it pays for it. Nice. Um. So you met your current woman uh, at the... She was working at a bar, yeah. Yeah, working at a bar. Remember. And then um, you've had some jokes about like paying for services in the yeah. past. Yeah, so when I um, I lost my virginity I to love it. how excited you got. <laughs> I didn't get it. But I was just face. like, I was like, oh, I can no, talk no. about yeah. this. I was like, this I, I'm used to talking about. Mm. Um, so yeah, I lost my virginity to a prostitute. Which was not a fun time. If that I, was in Ireland? No, in Amsterdam. Oh, okay. So, growing up, yeah, I didn't find it... Not that I didn't find it easy to get women. I don't know. I was just always quite self-conscious or, like, mm. nervous right. around women. So, I think I put, like, a pressure on myself. Being, like, growing up, like, it's, men get laid and all yeah. that. And I was like, oh, I need to have sex. And you're also from the place where it's, like, men are... Men are men kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah... People don't really talk about how they feel, kind of. Mm. So then, yeah, I at 18, I was like, oh, I need to have sex. Um, so we were going on our holiday after school anyway. So we went to Amsterdam and I paid for sex. And that was not a good experience. I would not recommend that. Not that I wouldn't recommend paying for sex. Pay for whatever you want. Like sex work is work to me. But for your first time, if yeah. you've already put a lot of pressure on yourself to have sex... And you're already like self-conscious about it. It's not going to leave you feeling good about the experience. Right. So um, you went to Amsterdam. Mm. Did you, I don't know, because did you set some money aside or like what was No, it? it's like 50 bucks. It's not like, it's not like a whole big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just no. You just go to a red light district, like walk around, see a woman, go in, pay for sex. Wasn't, 
wasn't as romantic as it sounds now. Okay, how long were you looking around? Oh, for like two minutes. Like I was so nervous about the experience even to begin with that I was like, I just want to get this over with. And it was just you? Just me when I... So by yourself, you went... By myself, I went. Red Light District. Yeah, because I was like, I didn't even want to tell my friends I went on holiday. Did you look up any reviews or anything? No, I don't think they have reviews. Wait, you were by yourself in Amsterdam? No, I was with friends in Amsterdam. But you didn't tell them what you No, I snuck off. And then when I came back, they were all like, you fucking dirtbag. You were (laughs) like, you were with the prostitutes. I was like, no, no. And then, obviously, I admitted I was, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, you didn't look up reviews or anything like that? I don't that. think they have reviews. Uh, no. It's not like a There's cafe. Not, it's, not <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, Glenda gives the best blowjob in Auschwitz. Or, not Auschwitz. <laughs> but I was trying to think of like a town in Europe, and that was the first one that popped into my head. But not that. Um, Rotterdam. It would be a better location in Amsterdam. That would be a better location. Yeah. And so, yeah, they don't really have reviews. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your previous question. Uh, and I guess there wasn't, like, Google reviews weren't really, it wasn't really a thing. I don't then. think so. I don't really. Yeah. I'm not going with technology, so I don't remember when exactly Google reviews came out. Right. But, um, oh, good. Um, so, you didn't really, once you went into the venue, like, how does it work? Because I, I haven't, okay. I haven't been to Amsterdam. They just, they're standing by a door. Yeah. They, like, wave at you, smile or whatever, say, come in. And... They tell you the price, and then basically, yeah, you just take your... So, the, wait, wait, wait. you come in, you saw someone, you're like, all right, this is it. You come yeah, in... Yeah, and in like, the hindsight, I should have shopped around a little more. <laughs> like, I was like, this was, yeah. Yeah. I got so, buyer's remorse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> time. So, they're like, oh, it's 50 euros or whatever. Yeah. Do they say for how long, or... For... They just... Fuck, what did they say? Sucking a fuck, I think, which is a terrible phrase in hindsight. Sucking a fuck. Yeah, like head and then sex. Yeah. Which is just what every boy wants to hear on their first time. So romantic. (laughs) Just like in some dump, piss-filled alley. And you're just like very regretful of the entire experience. Yeah, okay. Like looking back now, I think it, well, I've been talking to my therapist about it. It gave me like bad energy around sex yeah so like i was fucking just nervous sexually then yeah well Um, afterwards going forward because i was just like that was my first experience wasn't a good one Mm. and then i was just like so from that i was like yeah this isn't i don't know i just didn't feel like good about sex ever right uh and what I mean, you're describing the experience kind of surface level, a yeah, bit, and it doesn't seem that bad. Okay, as but <laughs> as someone who, yeah, I suppose for someone who didn't do it, yeah, it wouldn't be that bad. Just when I think of it, I'm like, it was well, very we, shameful. Okay, like not, but it a was proud the, moment the, of my the, life. The shameful part was in your head, where you were like, oh, I'm... yeah, no, it's a normal accepted yeah. thing over there, and I think actually in a lot of cultures. Like, I've spoken to a couple of Uber drivers. <laughs> I swear to God about this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's completely normal in my country. I brought my brother to the local brothel. My father brought me. Like, it's like a norm. But to me, it wasn't normal. And yeah. even in hindsight, I would not recommend that for anyone. Yeah. Unless you're, like, more confident and you're, like, not going to freak out about it. But to me, it just didn't. I already didn't feel good about yeah. myself. That made me feel worse about myself. Ah, I see. Yeah. 
And then after that, were you, like, how did your whole romantic and... Dating life? So, yeah, I dated a few women after that. No one really, like, long-term. Um, up until I had an ex that I moved here with. Oh. And we were together for, like, four and a half years. Wow. So, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. And that was a mistake. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, that one. Which I, part? The moving, the being together for that long, or the being together just, in general? Um, I don't know. When I look back at it now, I think, to be brutally honest, I was never, like, felt good sexually. After that first experience, like even not that I didn't have yeah, sex, yeah. I had sex with women, but like I would never like be happy about it or feel that it was a good experience for either of us. Oh, so I was like, sometimes even if they enjoyed it, I'd be like, I'm not enjoying this. And I'm like, okay. why? I don't know. I think just from that first time, yeah, kind of gave me a bit of trauma over it that I was like, wow, sex doesn't feel good and I'd already been nervous about it right so then moving forward I would just be fucking like nervous or freaking mm. out about it and then so then I met my ex and we I think it was the first time I was like sexually like comfortable with someone mm-hmm. and it was good and I didn't really know myself as a person so I think having someone that was like into me I just kind of like jumped into the relationship. Right. And when I look back at it now, I was like, yeah, I kind of changed who I was to be in that relationship. And it was not a good time, if I'm being honest. What did you change? Just a lot about myself. Like, I feel like I would just like sacrifice my own happiness for her happiness and I just completely kind of got in a headspace where I was just like I don't really care about myself or anything and I was just like like this was before I had comedy I've always Mm. loved comedy always wanted to do it but never did it and so I wasn't doing that so I had no hobby or anything that I was passionate about so I was just going to work and then coming home and not being happy in a relationship that once we had moved here, I was kind of stuck in because mm. we lived together. Right. When I lived in Ireland, it was different because we didn't live together. So I had, I had more outlets of right. my own. You probably had your friends. Too. I had my friend. Not that I didn't have friends here, but it was just like when you're stuck living with someone mm. and you're trying to make a go of it, but kind of in the back of my head, you're like, yeah, this isn't for me, but you're just going along with it. <laughs> I don't know. My therapist said, she was like, it's a lot of people do that, that they're just, they're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't feel happy here, but it's better than being alone, which is like a terrible thing to say. Yeah. And like, she's a lovely woman and all your one. But um, just in hindsight, when I think back about it, I'm like, I was not myself. Yeah. You weren't in, in the right place. Yeah, it wasn't in the right relationship. place. Yeah. It wasn't the right relationship to be in to begin with. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel it's kind of like there's... Um, I did door-to-door sales for a bit for like... Nice. Uh, I, use, I use... Not for Telus. Yeah. But What'd you sell? Uh, we did it for a donkey and dog charity back in the Oh, oh okay. Yeah. That sounds like a scam. Dude, it was kind of a scam. (laughs) They used to pay us 33% of whatever we collected. Wow. And 
we used to go back and I'd be like, I don't feel like any of this money is going to dogs or donkeys. Like, we never saw one <laughs> dog like, or donkey. <laughs> why do donkeys need it? <laughs> Apparently, they're heavily abused animals. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Nice with the dog. But anyways, but mm. we, we had um, our uh, office manager, he had this analogy that he kept uh, bringing up to be like, this is how you sell. He's mm. like, most people are like cats. Okay. laying on like a, a piece of like a rock okay and the rock is uncomfortable but it doesn't hurt the cat so it keeps laying on that uncomfortable rock but if you make the rock bigger it's going to become painful so the cat is going to move so you want to make the cat move and it's kind of like in relationships people are uncomfortable but it's not painful enough for them to be like oh fuck this i'm out yeah so they just Basically. stick with it they just stick on that tiny rock that keeps bothering them that keeps like nagging and reminding yeah. that like oh this is not what i want to do but it's not painful enough to stand up and yeah it kind of i'd say it like takes a fucking like a moment of something where you're like all right fuck this um yeah we plus we a covid kicked in right when we were here so it was just like this is not yeah this is not good so when did uh what was that moment for you um, fuck. I think both of us kind of knew on ourselves. Yeah. But one of my birthdays, I really hope she doesn't listen to this because <laughs> I feel like a piece of shit for talking about yeah. it. But I have nothing else really you to talk about. You haven't said anything bad about it. I that. know, but like, I don't, I just, I feel nervous talking about someone when I'm like, oh, they can hear this. And we, I don't know if I've ever, well, no, she probably knows. Anyway, the moment, it was my birthday and she gave me like a beard, not a beard, like a nose and ear hair trimmer. Yeah. And that kind of, I kind of just got upset at that. I was just like, whoa, this is a fucking terrible relationship. <laughs> Wait, why? Because th that is a birthday <laughs> present to receive after four years with someone? What the fuck? Like, I would have rather, I don't know, she spat on me or something. Like, which I am into. So, like, that would have been a better present. But, um, yeah, I just, that kind of, that kind of hit me that I was like, okay. So you got the present and you're like, what the fuck is I this? think I started to cry and she, <laughs> like, like proper was yeah. just like, I was like, I cannot believe you bought me this. And she, she was like, well, I asked you what you wanted and you wouldn't tell me. And I kind of, to be honest, I kind of like surprises. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not good at verbalizing how I feel. So I was thinking in the back of my head. <laughs> I was thinking she'll she'll know or she'll just get me anything that she would think I would like. Yeah. And the fact she got me that was well, just like... She doesn't know me. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, this is not the person I should be spending my life with. Yeah. Right I like how you said, I like surprises. And then you said, I'm not going to verbalize how I feel. So how you feel is a surprise. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I'm I'm getting better at telling yeah. people how I feel. That's good. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It well, is. I bet. Yeah. 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 So, do you feel much better these days? Yeah, I think. Well, at that being said, not some days, no, but yeah. like better in myself, fine. way happier in myself. Like before, I would kind of just I didn't like even my job now. I work moving furniture, living the dream. May I add? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. I didn't 
feel good about my job. Like in Ireland, I was a phlebotomist. Yeah. So like that was a more respected job. Even though I didn't like it, I was like a medical professional taking blood off people, working in a hospital, felt like I was helping people. So I got a lift out of that. And now my job, I'm just like, okay, this is nothing I can be passionate about or enjoy. Mm. But I have comedy now. So I'm kind of right. like, when I'm doing stand-up every night or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is like, I'm living my dream kind of thing. Even if it doesn't work out or like, I'm still fucking going for it. So that feels yeah. nice. That's and good. Yeah, that makes me feel happy about myself. So why would you be a plebotomist here? Um, because fucking Canadian government, you need to have gone to college or some recognized degree really? for phlebotomy. In Ireland, they're more, they're more loose about those things. They were just like... Wait a second. What do you mean loose about things? They were just... Like, oh, hey, lad, you, you want to take some blood? They, well, bait? Not, not to that extent, but they were like, this guy looks like he knows his way around a needle. So, like, um, no, they... I worked... Before I was a phlebotomist, I was a medical laboratory aide. So basically a scientist assistant just preparing all the blood samples or like I know everything. But you didn't go to school for it? No, didn't go to school for it. Just I actually dropped out of science before I finished. Like halfway through high school, I dropped one of my subjects. I just completely didn't pick up another one. was like, I'm not fucking doing science. I won't need this. Yeah. And then immediately after I worked in an immunology lab for like five years. Which was weird. This doesn't give a lot of confidence in medical professionals to a lot of True, but I was good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I was very, I like, yeah, no, I was good at it. I have a good memory and I'm good with people. So I was very good at taking blood. Like I'm not squeamish about anything. So I'm good at putting people at ease if I'm chatting to them. I feel like anyway, I was a comforting face. A lot of people... But if you don't think so, you'd be freaked out for the sake of your blood. I mean, no, but uh, no, maybe. I, yeah, no, I understand that. I'm a lot used of to like a like a older Filipino lady. That's it. Blood. Yeah, most yeah. of my coworkers were older Filipino women, but I think a lot of comedians have a different opinion of me because mm. anytime I've met you. I've probably been drunk or you're drinking. A, I, I want to say you're a different person now. Oh, than, cool. That's than nice. like um, six to eight months ago. Oh, really? You like think? A comp- you seem more comfortable. You're oh, seem nice. more confident. You cool. Because s- before, like you're not the guy that was upset about, you know, Brennan Washburn like not being your friend anymore. Oh. Like you don't seem like you'd be that person. I didn't anymore. think I was too upset about that at the time. No, but, but yeah. But you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like uh that's a ridiculous thing anyways. <laughs> but you seem like a different person. And, and Yeah, well nice I think I, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think I feel more comfortable, confident in myself, but um a lot of comedians that have I think a poor opinion of me because mm. they only see me at night when I'm like drinking <laughs> and doing stand up. Right. So, even, like, I helped one of the comedians move the other day, and her boyfriend was like, oh, my God, are you sober? And I was like, what the fuck? It's nine in the morning. And he was like, I've just never seen you sober. And I was yeah. like, oh, that didn't make me feel good. <laughs> like was, then I was like, ooh, I should probably focus on doing stand-up not drinking more, yeah. which I find quite difficult. Like, you never drink when you no. do it. Do you drink at all? No. Okay, yeah, so I couldn't... 
not that I drink a lot. Like sometimes I'll only have one or two beers before I've done it. But I just find it so difficult right. to be in a bar and not be drinking. Yeah. Whereas every, I mean, it's ingrained in yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is always drinking, especially if you're like I don't know if there's silence or anything. I'm like fuck if I'm like a little buzzed. Then who cares? Yeah, you're yeah. not like if if you're sober, then you're like, wow, I, now I can kind of sit in. You have how to, terrible yeah, you have to sit yeah. in that emotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's for sure is the case. But I, I feel like at some point you just kind of don't give a fuck. Yeah, and you also over you just kind of feel all the spectrum of emotions. That's probably better. Yeah, I probably yeah. should try that more often. Yeah. See, so uh, how. Has life become less fun now that you're trying not to drink and do coke? No, not at all. I would say it's more just difficult because even when I'm doing... Not to say I don't enjoy going out drinking. Obviously, I like drinking and stuff. But I know myself when I go out and like do cocaine or stay up till like fucking 9 a.m. and then go home. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm depressed for like three or four days. If I have to then go and do stand-up the next day, I'm like oh, this set is going to be terrible. And it's more like you feel... I don't I don't feel that bad because it's not like I'm fucking Chris Rock and they're paying to come see me. Right. But if there's an audience there and I'm fucking depressed from the night before and I'm like limping through the set, then you're like, okay, this isn't fair on anyone. Not fair on the person who booked you, first of all, because you yeah. should be showing up ready to work, not showing Absolutely. up feeling like a bag of shit and yeah. not wanting like it's hard to be like okay let's be funny when you're feeling miserable about that's all part the of drugs it. you've done yeah you're not gonna always be happy that's true yeah I should yeah. try talk well I should try talk about drugs less on stage I find maybe yeah it's, yeah it's it's kind of like uh, it happens to a lot of comics like single comics talk a lot about like dating and tinder mm-hmm. and all that and then uh, comics that are in the relationship talk a lot mm. about you know my girlfriend this my girlfriend that mm. and then sober comics are like yeah you know sober things so once you switch from like one category into the other you gotta yeah. kind of like change your jokes because they don't really even feel true yeah sometimes yeah no it is difficult a lot of the time i don't know i find it just when i'm trying to write a lot of my stuff i find it very difficult to write jokes that aren't about things I know. Mm. So a lot of people always are saying to me, wow, you're like my mom came over in summer and her and my dad seen my stand up for the first time ever. I remember yeah. you were trying to get on shows. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they got to see me at full pint and a lot of my set was about doing cocaine. And my mom was just like, you're talking about drugs a lot. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Yeah. And um, she was like, you should try to do more material about the bus. People find the bus funny. <laughs> she was like, people, they have to take public transport. You could talk about that. And I was like, you should shut up. <laughs> you should. Yeah. You should get your own five minutes. Yeah. And maybe open mic, mom. get a gram of cocaine and then tell me which is funny. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, they weren't crazy about it. Well, they liked it. I don't know. I send them videos quite often, but um, it depends what what the context of it is. Sometimes they'll prefer the sets more. <coughs> Sometimes they'll prefer the sets more than others. Yeah. But it all depends on what's going on. Have you done any stand-up in Ireland? No. Yet? So I only started here. Like, fucking... I done my first 
open mic. Not October gone, the one before, so 2021 October. And then I done like a couple mics a month until like last January. And I was doing it like full time, like multiple times a week mm. since then. So I'd say I'm like a year and a bit in. Sweet. So, yeah, I yeah. fucking like it. It's going well for me. I think anyway. Yeah. I haven't heard any complaints. Well, I've heard some complaints. <laughs> At the very beginning, there were a few complaints. Yeah. <clears throat> even yeah. even still, sometimes people... Really? Eh, it depends. If I make a joke that isn't great, people might complain. But then if I explain, like, here, I'm just... I'm... A lot of time, people would say to me, like, I'm very nice. Or, like, not even nice. That's a weird way to describe yourself. I'm... I would say I'm a sensitive person. Like, I care what other people think. Yeah, yeah, and you couldn't tell that from your stand-up. Yeah, no, my stand-up, I kind of seem like a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like a mean person. Yeah. And then if if someone was genuinely upset by something I said, I would actually feel really bad. If they were just being an idiot about it and just being like, oh, this is offensive, and I'm not actually listening to the joke or the context, then I'd be like, all right, fuck you. But if someone's like, actually like, oh, don't say that, that's hurtful, then I would stop saying it, which I have to. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to repeat it now. I haven't, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen your stand-up in a while. So mm. um, I, 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 I I'd say it's very similar. It. Just I'm like stretching out things, making them longer, making nice. them more like, I don't know, concrete ideas to them and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So in, uh, you got the trimmer. The trimmer? The, oh, yeah. The trimmer, the, and you're the, like, oh, yeah. this is, this is fuck, the fuck this. Yeah. How but, long after you got the oh, trimmer? Was <laughs> we had to stay together for a while. Oh. So, because we lived here together, yeah. we were just in the process of our visas expiring because we came at the same time. Lived in the same home and we had already booked a holiday away for Christmas Oof. with friends. Oof. So, we went on that holiday... <laughs> That was a mistake. <laughs> and um, you were wait, not, wait, you were still together or still we knew we were like this is over, but like for all intensive purposes, I don't think that's the right phrase. Yeah. For all intended purposes, yeah. to the outside, we were still together. I were you uh, still like sleeping? Oh, we were still bed? sleeping together, yeah, yeah. And we were still having sex the other yeah. time. Like we were still friendly, but we were both just like after so long together, like this isn't like, we know from each other. Really. But you haven't talked. No, we had talked about it. We're like, oh. we know we don't want to do this anymore. And this isn't what we want to do. But we would have a conversation like that. Yeah. And then n- not go through with, like, moving out or anything. And so, then where would sex come in? Not often, but sometimes, I don't know, if you're just like, hey, you want to fuck or whatever. Or, yeah. like, we're talking, we would. But, like... Very sparsely, not like, not like a proper, no, yeah. not like a proper relationship. Yeah. More just out of boredom between two people who, like, at one point were very sexually attracted to one another. Yeah, yeah. So, and then were you spending time together at all, or were you like yes? Like, but a lot of the time, I was just doing like I didn't have comedy, so I was just doing things to get myself out of the house and away. Like I was just fucking. I learned how to skateboard. <laughs> And <laughs> thank you for laughing at me. Um, Sorry. The kids at the skate park were not nice to me. Um, I went once and yeah. I did not go back because I was not good enough to like do the ramps and shit. Okay. So I used to just like skate to the park and drink, which 
was not healthy. Yeah. And I remember I skated down one day and there was like an old guy like painting a canvas of the sunset. And I just fucking told him everything. Like, basically everything I'm telling you. And I was just like, he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, not good, brother. <laughs> I was like, I'm drinking alone in the park. Would you like a beer? And he was like, yeah, sure. Uh, and just kind of confided in him. And he was like, yeah, you need to, like, get out of this. So then, I after, this was after the Christmas, I think. I was like, came back and was like, hey, we need to make a plan either you're leaving or I'm leaving like we need to stop doing this mm -hmm. so then in the February and what was her reaction to it she understood but she was upset because we were both waiting for a new visa so we were hopeful that we could get new work visas but if you and it was just like a stressful time or what, what... no so our work visas were tied together oh because we were common law Oh, so we were hopeful that we were, and I was like, "Hey, I'll fucking pretend to be common law to get yeah. you a new visa." I right, I don't really give a fuck. Um, but then it got to a point where I was like, "Yeah, I give a fuck. I can't do this anymore. I need to move out." Yeah, and then I went looking for places, and she got she got upset at that and just asked me. She was like, "Hey, you don't need to go and look for places and move out. Don't like, I'll I'll leave, not leave." the yeah. house be like I'll leave Vancouver and you can stay here wow in cause like I got on with the people I lived with yeah. she didn't really oh. so she was like why you shouldn't just have to move to get away from me she was like I'll I'll leave Aww. so then I think she left a month or two after that she moved to London so that was wow that was nice <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm joking it was actually very upsetting yeah. for the next few months I was like very down just because... Do you have second thoughts? No. I think I had... Like, immediately I was like, oh my god, I miss her. And then I was like, no. I just kind of felt shit about myself. Because I had been, like, feeling miserable in this relationship for a long time. And then she was just like, okay, I'll move to London. And she was like, good. And Partying I and, and I was still even yeah. way more. I was like, then I'm just alone in the same room we'd been miserable in together. And I was like, wow, now I'm like, now it's just like I'm fucking in this by myself, and I kind of have to look at myself. So then I was drinking a lot. I got addicted to underground poker for quite some time. <laughs> and, yeah, like because I wasn't doing much. We're we're having the the poker nights with Kyle. yeah I haven't came yet but yeah, yeah. I, I will come I've been we're busy the last couple the on Friday and this at the coming end of the, Friday yeah, this last Friday oh yeah and yeah I heard played. I was busy yeah and at the end of the night I was like how many times do you think we're gonna keep doing this before it becomes like a very degenerate thing oh I would say pretty pretty yeah. frequent I think a couple more weeks <laughs> yeah yeah hundred yeah. um, percent so you got addicted to poker yeah I fucking. Because I wasn't going out a lot, because I wasn't doing stand-up, I was kind of just drinking in my house by myself. So you're like, I gotta get out. So I gotta get out, and one of my friends knew I liked poker, so he invited me to a cash game, but it was $300 buy-in, and it was with, like, Mexican guys <laughs> in Chinatown, which would be a great name for this, a porno. This is, <laughs> like, this is like the, the most... Um, like stereotypical, like uh, dangerous thing to do. Yeah, would it, be to play poker with Mexican people in Chinatown. Yeah, it was kind of. I picked up a lot more Spanish. Yeah. Um. Plus, there was like it was 
fucking it was like a movie or something like they'd have waitresses coming around giving you massages and stuff massages I didn't like the massages <laughs> I felt very awkward when they yeah. touched me don't know why probably something I should talk about with my therapist but um, yeah I got really addicted to that and that was not good because I didn't I'm not a rich person so yeah. I think I had roughly like five or six grand saved up at that point because I hadn't been doing anything my rent was much cheaper at the time and then I lost all that and yeah that was bad so like one night the dealer gave me a lift home because I had lost all my money yeah and he was like oh you're a really nice guy like you're really funny but I don't know why you come here because you've never won money and it's like, <laughs> even the people we're playing with yeah. I was like what do you guys do for work and he's like I own my own construction company yeah and the other guy's like I'm a jeweler I have six outlets and stuff yeah. and I was like ooh I'm a legal immigrant who <laughs> is pretty depressed at the moment like, it was like we're on different like yeah. life scales right now so I stopped doing that thankfully right. well at least you're a meeting like seems like a high caliber people yeah kind of I mean degenerate degenerate dabbers, people but, but they were nice yeah, yeah they were cool well <laughs> then again they would talk in Spanish a lot so I thought <laughs> sometimes I think they were just taking the piss out of me but like I couldn't understand enough to know so they were nice people yeah and then after that then after that I got into comedy thank god nice how, was, how did that come along just I think I've always known I've been very funny and always thought like I love stand up growing up I always thought in the back of my head oh I'd love to do that but never had the balls to try it like in Ireland I feel like it's very hard to try something new mm. and have like I maybe I just put this pressure on myself but I would always be afraid of doing something in and worrying about how people would think of you right so even now, like when I don't post like clips of stand up or anything, I barely have pictures on my Instagram. I'm like, if you tell someone you're a comedian and then they go to your social media and they're like, this looks like you're a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so then one of my coworkers, like my boss over here just said, he was like, you're so funny. You should try stand up. And as soon as one person said, I was like, oh, I've been always wanting to try it. I'll try it. And then just did it once and did very well. So I was like, oh, I'll just keep doing this. I've been doing that ever since. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, and then while that was happening, were you meeting women? Or... In stand-up? No, just outside of it. Uh, some, yeah, I'd go on some dates, but like nothing, nothing. Often I would, like I was dating a woman after I split up with my ex. And I think I was just dating her because I was quite lonely by myself, mm. which is not fair to her. She's a lovely person as well. I was still, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're friendly. Like I ran into her recently and she was like, oh, I hope you're doing well and well. Cause I hadn't started stand up at the time. I was like, Oh, I, I'm going to go do this. And yeah, I've been, I've had a couple of dates here. I don't know. I find it very difficult to date. Why? Just because I don't feel like I have my life all that to get, not that I'm like a bad person, but yeah. I'm like, I'm not working good at, on things. Yeah, I'm not good yeah. at selling myself. Yeah. And I feel like over here, a lot of the way you're perceived is based on your status or your job or your wealth. And mm. I, well, maybe this is me putting pressure on myself. I think so. Before I go on a date. I think um, it's, it's different. Stand-up, in a way, is different from other professions because stand-up is the only one where, like, the moment you start it, 
you're visible to everyone. Yeah. And because if you take like engineering or whatever, it, whatever engineers at work, this is their year five after university and after all of that. Yeah. And this is what you see them as at the beginning of their career, technically. But a stand-up comedian is like, oh, you just enrolled in university and boom, you're on stage. Right? Yeah, that's so true. So a lot of people that do stand-up, because I felt the same way. Like up until I did stand-up for a year and a bit, I didn't even tell people I was doing stand-up. Oh, really? I yeah. tell every. Well, I do now. Yeah, okay. But like I, at the very beginning, I barely told anybody because I was like, I don't know Yeah. if... If yeah. you stick at it, yeah, or? yeah, like oh, okay, and also I don't want anyone seeing me do an open mic joke, you know. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. No, I kind of I just stop going to open mic. Well, not stop completely, yeah. But I find open mics just for I don't know how many people listen to this who like stand up, but if anyone wanted to start stand up, I find open mics are a very difficult place to Absolutely. start. Yeah, like I was doing open mics for like good like. I don't know, like six, seven months before I got booked on shows. Yeah. And being booked on a show is so much easier to get laughs because people are paying to come and see it. Even if you're trying new material, I've often tried jokes at an open mic. No one laughs. It's terrible. Then I try it at a book show. Everyone loves it because they're like, the audience is there to watch it. Whereas open mics, people a lot of the time are just coming to be like, oh, look how shit these people are. And let's watch misery for a while, kind yeah, of thing. I find anyway. It's kind of like a, a bit of a hazing ritual, you know. Like yeah, you gotta go through it. Yeah, I in would a say way so. to be accepted as mm. a stand up. Because if you just start doing book shows, or yeah, I mean, if you're doing well, great. But like, you can't expect to start doing book shows. No, just right out the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course not. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to be good before people would want you on their show. How did you meet the long-term ex? Like, the four and a half years? How'd you guys meet? Uh, fuck, where did I meet her? At a Halloween party. Ooh. Yeah. What was your costume? <laughs> I fucking... I didn't have a costume, so I was wearing, like, a like a linen shirt, sort of like El Chapo would wear, so I just wrote L. Turner on my knuckles, and that was my costume. So, yeah. <laughs> Not much of a costume, but yeah, they just met at a Halloween party. It's weird because like that was such a long point in my life. Low? Long. Oh, okay. Like a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I nearly didn't go to that party. And when it's like you think, oh my God, where would I be if I didn't go to that? I don't know if I would have moved to Vancouver. I don't know if I'd be here like living here doing yeah, this. Probably, yeah, you could have not probably be dead. stand up. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. No, I wouldn't be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully not. But Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what was her costume? Fuck, I don't remember. Cat maybe or something? Cat, okay. I don't know. Halloween's after that, she always dressed as a cat. So, well, a cat's very easy. You just put the ears on and like a black dress, so. Yeah. That's all I can remember her ever dressing as. But my memory is not great on things. Are you you said your memory is good. Yeah, if I'm like Take if care. I'm like actively trying to remember like I write a new set and I'm like I'm doing this 5 minutes, then I can remember it good. But my memory of like my life, I feel like that's very foggy. Like if it's not a big moment. Really? I don't remember it. What's the earliest thing you remember? Fuck, probably the millennium, and it's not like I remember it in detail. I well, just like, remember. What's, what's your oldest memory? 
probably the millennium when the fireworks went off. I was at my auntie's house, yeah. So I was born in 94, so I would have been six six at the time, just went six in November. But that's a pretty early memory. After that, I don't fucking know, like probably nine or something, um, I tried to quit our football team. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say smoking. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Amazing. I couldn't quit at nine. Yeah. Like that was the formative years of my smoking. Um, no, I tried to quit our football team, Gaelic football, not soccer. Yeah. I, I, I went to a Gaelic football. Oh, event. nice! Yeah, uh, I was shite at it, but the team yeah. was very good. So like, they would never pass me the ball. I had, actually another early memory. I remember I was like, "Hey, pass the ball in training," and the player turned around and looked at me and said, "We only pass to good players," and then just kept playing. And wow. I was like, "I should leave this team." So then I went to quit, sent it to my parents, and they were like, you have to go tell the coach. And I was the goalkeeper, because the team was so good, they didn't really need a goalkeeper. Yeah. So they just put me in goal. I never did anything, because the ball would never come down to me. And I went up, and I was like, oh, I'm going to quit. I don't like doing this. Yeah. And he didn't even look at me. He's like, you're not going to quit. You're going to put on your fucking boots and get in that goal. I'm like, play. And I was like... Okay. Then <laughs> I think I played for like another year. Oh and then God. I was like, fuck this, I'm quitting. And then yeah. I eventually quit. But um, that would have been one of my earliest memories. Wow. Earliest sexual memory? Sure. Okay, I thought you were shushing me. No. Um, first time I masturbated was like to an erotic story on a Nintendo DS. That was like... Uh, okay. Were you playing a game and there was a No, I wasn't wait. playing what? Erotic stories. What's a Pokemon what's an erotic edition? <laughs> story on a Nintendo DS. So I used to have internet and I just like Googled like sexy story and it was just like, I don't know, some like fucking <laughs> romance novel or some shit about <laughs> sex. And I because I didn't Yeah. I think I was too young to know what porn was. So you couldn't Google pictures? You couldn't Google pictures, no, it was just like fucking yeah. stories and oh, shit. Oh, just four words back. So yeah. That, yeah. Wow. I don't know why I remember, told that. It was do remember, more. Do you remember the story? No, I wish I fucking did. That would have been kind of. Yeah, it would have been, been cool. Fun. Yeah, but um. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Were you jacking off a lot as a boy? Not, not a lot. Well, that being said, I used to fucking, I used to like go on a chat room. Oh. And like, I'd be like, this is not good things to tell the world. <laughs> when I think about it now, I'm like, I was nervous about doing this, and I was like. Don't tell too much about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, ah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I used to like go on a chat room yeah. and be like, I'd just be fucking jacking off or whatever you used to call it. We say wanking. Wanking. Um, yeah, to like the chat room. And I'd be like, fucking Was it people just... watching. Like age 13. So basically making my own child porn. Yeah. It was uh, like... Um... Kind of like chat roulette or... No, not like chat roulette. It'd be like fucking... I'm the only one on the fucking thing. And like, there'd be like fucking 50 people watching. Oh my like, God. Like hot girl 69 is like, the dick <laughs> looks sick. And then me being a 13 year old boy is not yeah. realizing like, oh, these are all pedophiles or whatever. Well, Damn. I don't know if they were, but I fucking presume so. Cause I don't think any hot women are like, at least you got encouraged to do stuff, you know? Dude, yeah. they were fi- they were appreciative. I yeah. put on a show. <laughs> like it was fucking yeah. yeah I was so like, you need to run at some point. Like, um, what schedule? time is it? I can do like five more minutes. Uh, oh yeah, five more minutes. Five more minutes. Good. All right. Tell if, us if that works. Tell, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's okay, let's end cool. on a high note. What you okay. got? 
Oh, like a positive story? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't know. Give me a prompter. So, like, <laughs> like, I'm glad you were... To, do, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two brothers. One older, one younger. So, yeah. me, me older brother lives in London. He recently turned 30. Wow. Um, and my younger brother lives here. He's 26. Here as well? Yeah, he lives in Vancouver too. Yeah. Wow. Are yeah. you guys pretty close? Oh, yeah. Very close. Very close. Much closer to my younger one than my older one. But my younger one lives here. Yeah. And my older brother moved to London Ooh. when he was probably... 19 I think or 20 really yeah I've only seen him Jesus when I think about it in probably like the last 6 or 7 years I've probably seen him 4 or 5 times wow not a lot and And only for like a week span how was that like did you talk to your brothers about the the whole like experience with uh, losing a virginity or like no I recently talked to my younger brother about it and um, yeah he was like that's fucking you shouldn't tell people. <laughs> no, he was like very supportive because yeah. like just when I told him I was doing therapy and all, he was like, just fucking when we be out, I think he just one night he was like, why are you in therapy? And then I like explained some of the issues yeah. I'm having and he was like, oh, it's dope. He's like, I'm glad yeah. you're like working through them. Like is they're it, good people. Yeah. Is any of the stuff related to your family or like? I would, the... I would say so, but I wouldn't like to talk about it. That's, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Okay, yeah. So what, what's, uh, what the fu- what does the future hold for you there? Oh, what's, what are you excited for in the next little bit? Fuck. I'm putting up, when does this come out? Uh, a week or two. Okay. Well, the show will have already happened by then. And it would have been a success. Yeah. It's going to be a raging success. It? The Irish Hatter in Chinatown. So, so this is like, I'm doing it with the comedy ring guys, but this is the first time I've ever approached a venue and been like, hey, can I run a show there? Awesome. So I'm doing it with them. And I'm very excited for that. Yeah. I hope it goes well. Um, in terms of what? The when few, is it? This Saturday. Oh, Saturday, okay. February 4th. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it won't be out. But um, I don't know. The future, I just keep getting better at stand-up. Stop fucking like, beating myself up about like shit. and like, yeah. Stop doing drugs and drinking. And like, I don't know. Hopefully get better at stand-up. And yeah. just keep rolling with that. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I, no problem. Again, I... My expectations were set for the Dara I knew six, eight months ago, like the evil Dara. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, this guy's never going to come through. Yeah, that's weird. People call me evil Dara as well. Even like people thought that was funny. And I was like, I don't think I'm evil. But I presume on stage. No, it wasn't. I think it was in comparison to the good Dara. That's true. He is... He's got but a few skeletons it, in his closet. He's, yeah, he's, he's just, almost too it, nice in terms of <laughs> absolutely in terms of like jokes because yeah. he seems like an alter boy. Yeah. and you're like, yeah, so cocaine and hook is this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's like the, yeah. the two you know Jokes angels yeah, yeah. And, on the sh- shoulders. That's why I think it was. A, so my expectations were all set for that. I'm like, yeah, this guy's not gonna come through tonight or like. Whatever. Oh really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'm very happy you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. very happy. You in did. terms of episodes, how uh, does like are they normally? Like I, I listened bit. to like ten seconds of the podcast, and I was like, "I, I think I've got it down." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I think we're good." I was like, "I'll go back to my music." And That's most people listening. No, to. Uh, no, um, yeah, they're a little bit longer, but I just recently started not um, editing them down like precisely. Mm. Okay, so I'm good to do sh- slightly shorter episodes to 
because before it was like two hours sometimes two Fuck, and a half. yeah but most of them are like an hour and a half so this is perfect size nice yeah lovely stuff well thanks for having well, me on yeah uh where can people find you uh on instagram my name is dara turner d-a-r-a-g-h <laughs> fuck me i just forgot how to spell <laughs> my um underscore turner t-u-r-n-e-r yeah. and very funny man uh yeah very funny him. man and uh yeah, go see him go yeah. on cheers thank you. thank you very much have a good night bye bye <laughs> <laughs> right, this is it